My name is Morgan. And I'm Jalen. And you're listening to the Trademark Productions 301 The Redirect Podcast. 301 The Redirect. Welcome back. Today we have a special guest with us. We have Tyler, our creative director. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Fantastic. That is great. Right. Makes us all happier. Mm -hmm. The sun is shining. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice. So today we're going to be talking about who or what inspires all of us. So we're all creatives here, and creatives are often inspired by other creatives. Mm-hmm. So, all the time. Yeah. So we were going to start with an icebreaker with Jalen. Yes. So we have three different statements that we want you to guess whose logo it is. Okay. So the first one is the standard red and white that you see as a classic favorite and uses aluminum and plastic material to help quench individuals thirst. Oh, that's Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure, Coca-Cola. Right? Yep. So we picked this one because Coca-Cola, as you like promptly stated its name, is very visual and very um, first of mind to people's different minds. So as you can tell with Coca-Cola, they use a lot of their products and different placements and different TV shows and movies. So we kind of want to use that for the first icebreaker question. That's mm-hmm. funny that you said that too, because like, I mean, that's just a red color. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when you think of red, yep. and you think of big brand in terms of drinks, that's mm-hmm. it. Coca-Cola, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one is this eight bar logo was designed by legend Paul Rand to replace his pre-existing logo of the company's three-letter bolded in black. The change reflected the change of this emphasis from stability to speed. Who, what company do you think this is? The only reason I know this is because I know who Paul Rand is. Gotcha. Mm. IBM. Yep. Yep. I thought another one would give it away as the eight bar. Because a lot of logos don't have Mm -hmm. bars necessarily in it. It's just all text. So I thought that would be another giveaway as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is a pretty signifying piece of that, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Last one that we have is this is another three-letter logo that is simplistic and shows off its vibrant television shows by incorporating bright colors in a line. NBC comes to mind. It's NBC. Really? Yep. Gotcha. It's NBC. The peacock, right? Like yep. Yeah. They that... they didn't describe it as a peacock. They said it was in a line, even though it's like a half crescent like circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said it's in a line. So yep, NBC is that correct. Was like an original NBC. Like that was like way back. Yeah. It actually used to be. Or they took the play on it being a peacock. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it has a little thing in the middle which kind of looks like the nose. Right. So yeah, I think yeah. so. Wow, that was lucky. I feel like I was lucky because I'm like, <laughs> of all the brands in the world, come on. Right. So the three brands that we mentioned earlier, Coca-Cola, IBM, and NBC have all inspired us or someone alike. So Tyler, what brand or person inspires you in your job duties? Um, the first one that comes to mind for me, especially as a, uh, you know, being in the agency realm, uh, there's a bigger agency than us uh, mm-hmm. called Vigit. Um, if you look them up, Vigit.com, they do everything really wonderfully, like super f- professional. Their messaging is on point. They cover all the gamut. They present themselves as a real class act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they only show the projects that they are super, super proud of, which I feel like a lot of agencies are just like, let's just get every possible thing we've ever done up there. Right. But it's like, we're really going to show you like the top notch stuff. And they've always impressed me with um, the knowledge breadth of their articles and the way that they present themselves online. Um, 
it's top notch. Mm-hmm. It's top notch. And I've always idolized them from one agency to another mm-hmm. of where we can bring TM. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we've looked at their website and their social media and everything is just like immaculate. Yeah. It's just on point. Like, yeah. I can tell that they just invest the time that mm-hmm. they should mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah. Let's see. Is there another one? Blizzard. Okay, so I'm an avid gamer, but this has nothing to do with it. I just happen to know of Blizzard mm-hmm. from it. But they're mm-hmm. a pretty big uh, gaming company. They have a lot of endeavors. They've got a, a big network of games. So I've seen them kind of over the years because I've known them for maybe over a decade. But I've really seen them grow as a brand and where they've expanded to. So from a design standpoint, they've really had to come up with a unique way of consolidating all of this under one parent brand itself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but really give each i guess product its own identity and i feel like that's a challenge for a lot of people because it ends up feeling completely disconnected like they're not all part of the same brand like they don't all feel like they're run by the same company and i think that that can go into other industries far and wide but Mm -hmm. um they do a really great job of taking care of that and making sure that people understand everything that they can do yeah Mm -hmm. and with video games too like everybody needs to understand what's going on. So to make it more simple for the person that's just starting out or for somebody who's very experienced, that's a really good thing for them to do. Yeah, they do. And, and one of the other things I will point out on that too is, um, you know, even, even making sure that they are basically cutting edge in terms of web technology, mm-hmm. but they understand the balance that they have to have of, you know, especially us being a web agency. We know certain things that we can do in some of our designs that are flexible, that are responsive, right. that can actually display correctly on different devices. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen them do the same things and take the same tactics. Like I can see text that's real that I know can just be interchanged out really easily, whereas another company may just make it some crazy graphic or make it wild. And it's just like, that's not going to scale. That's not yeah. going to show correctly. There's mm-hmm. no easy way to do that. But they clearly have gone through those steps. And I appreciate those little granular details. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jalen? So I have a brand that I feel like is top notch. I do um, watch a lot of makeup tutorials and videos on YouTube. So when Rihanna's makeup Mm -hmm. line came out, I felt like her marketing was pretty much the best thing ever. It was we all knew that it was coming out, Mm -hmm. but it was like here, like here it is. Mm -hmm. Here's the foundations. Here's the products. Here's the date. Save your coins because yeah. basically she's going to take all your money. Yeah, it, um, it felt like the whole beauty world stopped. And it were did. Like, Fenty's coming out. It did. And from the way she revolutionized the shades of makeup mm-hmm. to just the quality of her products, I feel like her marketing efforts, their social media page, just how they get influencers is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, another company who had a festival a couple of weeks ago is Dreamville Records. So J. Cole is the rapper that started it. And they had a music festival first of its kind and their branding was amazing everything listed on there from the sponsors to the maps to the um just all the materials that they had it was pretty much um on point so that was just another brand or another thing that i saw on social media recently that really caught my attention Mm -hmm. i feel like also they've painted themselves in that positive light to everyone so they got basically a running start going mm-hmm. into that. Yep. If they did not have that presence online or just in general in the world, it would probably be a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. So like them having done that the right way for themselves just made 
their product that much more successful. It did. Mm-hmm. What about you, Morgan? For me, my first one that I'm going to mention is Apple. I'm not as big of a fan as them as I once was. Ever since Steve Jobs died, I felt mm. like their creative direction has just kind of gone in a direction that wasn't as great as where it was going. Yeah. But regardless, I've been a fan of them and been inspired by them since I was like 11 years old when I didn't even have a computer in my house. <laughs> I was like, I would always go to the Apple store and I would go and just play on iMovie or play in like the the apps that they just have downloaded on all the Macs there. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would just, while my mom was shopping for work clothes, I'd be in the Apple store just like <laughs> playing on the computers. But I think that that really set me up for success when it comes to like media editing because when I finally did get a MacBook when I was in high school, um, I kind of already knew how to use everything. And that's when I downloaded Photoshop and I started making animated GIFs that I would post on the internet. I did more with my photography and they've always just been really great enablers for people that are creative, but don't necessarily have, you know, technical knowledge on how to use super complicated like computer softwares. Mm -hmm. So using iMovie it just allowed me to learn how to edit videos like so easy. And I think that a lot of their programs and a lot of their devices are made to enable people to get creative with their devices and make it more than just just a phone to call your mom when you, yeah. you know, want to talk to her. It's, you know, your phone is so much more than that now. And I think a lot of the way we deal with our phones um, as a society, I think we can attribute to Apple and the iPhone. Oh, so, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was, like, the smartphone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was it right there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like you said, like, beyond even just them making it simple for people to do it, they also still brand themselves as cutting edge. Yeah. Like, very much, like, at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Even though some of us behind the scenes know that they're a little behind now. Yeah. yeah. With, but, yeah. I mean, like, they're painting that picture, and people mm-hmm. are still riding that wave. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just about to point out, like, Samsung, I guess, is pretty much ahead of the curve, but a lot of people just don't prefer Samsung. I don't think they're as cutting edge. Um, I just prefer Apple. Mm -hmm. That's just what I prefer. Their branding is more classic to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I see Samsung, I'm just like, okay, that's just another phone. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, right. (laughs) And that's all a brand thing because, you know, Samsung has had face ID before Apple has. Mm -hmm. It's had um, the OLED screens before Apple has, but people still stuck with Apple because they were like, yeah, well, I like it better. And that's just, that's just a brand thing. It's, you know, um, they've always been super inspiring to me in terms of learning new technologies and being interested in technology. Everyone jokes at our office that I'm the Apple geek and I (laughs) I totally am. But yeah, they've, they've always been a big inspiration and another, it's more of a person, but she kind of does have a personal brand, but she's a social media influencer that started out as a makeup artist. And so she started her YouTube channel doing YouTube like tutorials on how to do different makeup looks and she's really talented at it but as time has progressed she's she's just a super creative person and she's gone into other ventures like she designs jewelry in collaboration with a company called Majuri I think is how you pronounce it but she does she's done clothing before uh, she does a lot of photography. Her videos um, are, even though some of them are tutorials or some of them are just like get ready with me's and mm-hmm. just mindless entertainment, but she edits them in a way that is almost like you're watching a film. It's all it's all really just creative with how she transitions between things, how she sets up shots, and she's always been a big inspiration for me aesthetically, um, just in terms of fashion, in terms of media editing, photos everything so she's always been a big inspiration of mine (laughs) nice 
feel like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of influencers that do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, and they're they're all feeding off of each other too, especially now um, because it's not so new of a thing. But um, they understand how to talk to people, mm-hmm. and they understand how to get people coming back for more mm-hmm. and making that impact over and over again. Yeah. And I think that that's where the success comes in, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially for um, Hey Claire, she whenever she is partnering with a brand or anything, she make sure that it's something that she actually uses and actually believes in. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, just for the money for her. So, and and you can tell that in her videos that she's being genuine with you when she is trying to sell you stuff. She's upfront. She's like, I do make a commission off of this, but I genuinely wear this every day. And it just, it's nice to watch an influencer that isn't like sponsored by Audible or, you right. know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who probably hasn't even listened to a mm-hmm. book on Audible before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So in terms of finding your inspiration, inspiration can come from really anything. But if you're, you know, at a loss, if you're at a, you know, creative roadblock, what are some ways that you can find your own inspiration for a project or for really anything? So for me, at least, um, you know, I will browse the net. I mean, as most of us do, but Mm -hmm. I also take a little bit more of a traditional approach, especially for us being a web agency. Um, I'll go someplace physically. Um, mm-hmm. I'll go to a store. I'll, I'll drive. I'll look for signage. I'll follow directions because I feel like uh, a lot of that has been a little bit more time tested than even web has been. Yeah. You know, the user experience of a supermarket or a road system, mm-hmm. not that they're all properly done, mm-hmm. but that's more of a tactile, tangible uh, way of understanding it. Mm-hmm. So seeing how even now, like, they apply signage in areas like right here in Royal Oak, like when they redid all of those signs and started to actually brand the city, mm-hmm. it was like, wow, this is kind of how it should be. But like now seeing that and kind of looking at it from an overview and understanding why they've labeled it and put that where it is, mm-hmm. it does drive inspiration because we're doing kind of the same thing on the web. It's just a little bit of a different medium. So it's just a, a different perspective of looking at it and you know, you can physically see something maybe working for actual people and bring that onto the web. And it's still the same kind of navigational user interface. So if I'm really in a jam, I'll totally just hop in my car. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll yeah. just start driving and I'll just go someplace. Probably that I needed to go anyways, but mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely inspiration everywhere if you look hard enough. Mm-hmm. When, it, when I'm at a creative loss, most of the time I'll turn to Instagram and look through um, some of the photographers that I follow and mm. see kind of what they've been doing differently, if they've been traveling places to kind of just see how photography's, you know, changing and what people are doing. And that usually gets me pretty inspired. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I usually do the same, just searching on the internet, um, trying to read blogs or articles that I can find and try mm-hmm. to learn something new and then apply that. It's good. It's good to check out what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's never a situation where you're copying um, and I think mm-hmm. that that's a common misconception it of is. looking for inspiration. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm going to go find a cool layout or a cool photo and I'm going to set that up and do it myself mm-hmm. and rebrand mm-hmm. it. It's about finding and understanding where they were coming from when they were exploring that same concept and what their end product was. Mm-hmm. So it's beyond just even seeing some of their photos, like seeing what they type and their explanation of why they set up that scene, mm-hmm. why they took that photo, what technology they used. Mm-hmm. It's about understanding what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other part of it. Right. Yeah. I think 
looking up or I think researching different tools that are available as well for whatever you're creating, um, that can definitely drive inspiration Mm -hmm. because like you mentioned earlier in Slack how uh, Adobe has that new feature where you can just basically erase pedestrians in the background. And (laughs) that can inspire people to maybe go out and take a different shot where they now don't have to worry about if someone walks in behind and ruins their shot. And if you don't have a newer iPhone or a newer like camera on your phone, you can download apps that people suggest mm-hmm. or that they use to try to mimic that same quality that they're getting. Um, so I feel like that is a part of the creativity part mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And especially in those more complicated tools, learning some of the really advanced things that they can do and trying to take a stab at it, mm-hmm. that'll definitely you know, create something new to you and give you, you know, another tool to use in the future. So I think really researching what tools are available and what you can do with them also will help drive inspiration. And a greater understanding of just how to achieve those things. Yeah. Right. It it just educates you as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's I'm sorry, (laughs) it's definitely a process. It doesn't just happen overnight. So just making sure that you learn those different things um, to enhance your craft and in your creativity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think we've all had to go through and actually teach ourselves something, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we're not all completely formally educated, at least in what we do here. Mm -hmm. So like having gone through, and that's one of the ways that you kind of learn is just trying to recreate what someone else has done Mm -hmm. to figure out those pieces Mm -hmm. like what are the path that you need to you know what tools what methods it's really helpful and that creates inspiration along the way too right so how do you keep this constantly going do you ever get burned out do you ever feel like you just need a break and what does that process look like for you so i go on vacation that's what i do i'm just kidding um although oddly enough that is a way because again it us working you know physically in the same location i mean sometimes you do need those triggers from other areas yeah Mm -hmm. so like i'm going to a conference in a couple weeks uh, in san francisco And I've found all the places that I've been to for conferences, even just talking to other people who do the same thing that we do in other areas, it's different than talking to people in our area about what we do. Mm -hmm. So agencies here do things a certain way, even if they have national or global clients. Mm -hmm. You go to the West Coast, you know, I've been to Austin for a similar conference. It's the same thing. Like there's different people talking differently about what we do on a daily basis. So Mm -hmm. even hearing that, that's it does break up the roadblock. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously can't take vacations every time you have a creative roadblock. <laughs> or some of us can, I guess. Um, but I think that it's just breaking away from the norm. Mm-hmm. At least getting yourself out of the environment, going and, you know, if it's not going and finding inspiration from signage or whatever down the street, that's fine. But go take a walk. Mm-hmm. Like, step away from your current space. Mm-hmm. I mean, that mm-hmm. really just gets your mind thinking a little bit differently. Yeah. For me, when I'm feeling burned out... I'll go outside and take a walk. Most of the time I'll take my dog. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, too, on the weekends, if I'm just feeling like I'm stuck in a routine and I, you know, I need some new, some fresh things to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's easy because I moved to Metro Detroit back in October. So there's still a lot of unexplored territory here. So I'll, you know, go do like a day trip on a city half an hour from here that I've never been to before. And it's it's really refreshing because then you get to see new walks of life right. and see, you know, new signage too. It's yeah. That's a great it helps a lot. That's a great, especially when you're living where you can go to someplace completely mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. with a short distance away. Mm-hmm. Like that's super helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if possible, I try to take a nap. 
because yeah. I need to reset, clear my mind, get some rest. Um, so that usually does it for me if I don't nap too long. Um, <laughs> but that that usually does it. Mm-hmm. What Nothing do they like say? A good like nap. Half, it, it, half an hour to a, okay. half an hour to an hour. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, something. Like a good range. Yeah. And they actually, I mean, they have done studies. Like you do mm-hmm. that in the middle of a day, like you're going to be more productive even if with less time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. There's Spain, Spain has, has it going on with the siestas. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Or like mm-hmm. nap pods, you know, mm-hmm. like Google has. Like, yep. Come on. Step up, TM. Come on. I know, I know. Listen, <laughs> put in a good word. <laughs> How does your inspiration inspire your work here at Trademark? Um, you know, I think that we're always looking out for our clients. So if there's something that, you know, we're immersed in them every single day, right? So if we're out and about, or we're looking at someone else's site or whatever it may be, I think we're naturally just in the back of our mind. We're like, oh, you know what? This would be great for English gardens, Mm -hmm. or this would be great for MJS. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is. Like, we're just constantly thinking about that because we're already immersed in it all the time. So I feel like we're naturally in tune with using that inspiration and using other concepts that we've seen as a potential motivator for making something better for Mm -hmm. one of our Mm -hmm. existing clients. But it is tough sometimes. I think we hit roadblocks with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's important to use some of what we already talked about regularly to break out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard, especially when some of our clients have such established brands. It's like, how do we shake it up? It's, it's kind of hard to keep within brands that where you you know exactly what they want and what they're used to, but you, yet they want something new. So it's kind of hard to bring in inspiration but have it still work with a brand right i think that can be difficult sometimes but can also be great it can yeah and you got to take chances i Mm -hmm. mean it the worst that the you know any client that we have can say is no that's too bogus for us or Mm -hmm. that's way beyond what we want to do but i think a lot of our clients have been pretty receptive to the Mm -hmm. creativity that we've had Mm -hmm. even if they're not quite ready to implement it yet Um, thinking a little bit outside the box or bringing more to the table than what they asked for ends up turning their wheels too Mm -hmm. and they're like oh you know maybe not quite that but let's let's blend the two together and we can find a happy medium Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. ends up being pretty successful yeah finding inspiration isn't hard it's just about making the time to find who and what inspires you Mm -hmm. and taking what inspires you from that and you know implementing it into your everyday work and your personal projects into client projects and really just being able to take what inspires you and go from there and make it your own and hopefully inspire other people as Mm -hmm. well. And I think that's the fun and challenging part about what we do as Mm -hmm. well, because then it's not monotonous. Mm -hmm. We're always looking for something to better ourselves, better our clients, just better our general understanding of what we do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Because I think at least speaking for myself, like I'm always challenged to be a little bit better than I was yesterday or know a little bit more than I did yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I think that inspiration kind of fuels that naturally. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I I would encourage anyone listening in at this point, um, if you're interested, I mean, we literally have a bunch of creatives that are sitting here always thinking about things and cutting edge work and ideas for marketing, even if it's offline. Um, We have familiarity with that. Um, we always do this with our existing clients. We always bring them in and have sit-down sessions with them to just let them brain dump on us what they're thinking and where they're going right now. So come have a chat with us. Let us talk you know, over what you've got going on and let us put our brains to work and see if we can come to a 
come to some thoughts for you and build some inspiration, even if it's not the exact idea you were looking for. Uh, maybe we can build off of that together and find something that will work. Thanks for tuning in to the Trademark Productions 301, the Redirect Podcast. We'll be back next week with another developer podcast talking about ADA compliance on the web. Na, 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 na.